dude, there's double air dash. Okay, I, I think I say it better in the actual episode, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and joining us. As always, you guys rock, and we know it's been a hard time for everyone, especially with the coronavirus being shut in. We just hope that the podcast can help you get through an hour of your day. It's a great episode. We talk a little Doom Eternal. I mean, a little. Uh, and some Code Vein. DJ Max, we geek out on it. And of course, we talk some anime like we ain't never talked anime before. Darlene Franks brought out a side of us that we don't want to... Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. It's a great show, everyone. We hope that you enjoy it. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at UGP underscore cast. And also, we do have a YouTube. So remember, Unknown Games Podcast. Just look us up. And don't forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast place that wherever you're listening to us. And uh, tell your friends, family, dogs, pigeons, cats, and your long-lost relative that there's a new gaming podcast in town. We uh, hope you enjoy the show, everyone, and thanks again. What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode number 27 of the Unknown Games Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian, and as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Alex. Hey, what's up? I'm Alex. And this week, we are having a, I don't know, it's been a pretty pretty good week. I had a long weekend, uh, and just a, I, I forgot almost, yeah, with the Unknown Games Podcast. We talk about video games, Japanese games, RPGs, and of course, our life in Japan, because me and Alex, we've lived in Japan for about eight to 10 years. I'm putting like a 10 year cap on that, just in case one of us has been here longer. Uh, well, yeah, I guess just rounding up, right? Yeah, we're just, we're just rounding up for, 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 you know, for rounding up sakes. Uh, but yeah, well, we're so glad to have you all. And remember, you can follow us on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram at UGP underscore cast. And uh, yeah, check out our YouTube channel at the unknown games podcast just look it up we've got some cool things on the channel we're gonna be uploading some more cool things uh i actually meant to ask alex before the show but i forgot you know um steam is actually giving away free copies of tomb raider oh yeah and yeah temple of osiris as well uh, i well i actually own tomb raider already i mentioned it real briefly in like last week's episode but um, yeah you play with uh, mouse and uh, keyboard on that yeah 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 um yeah. but i own it i don't own this other one but i'm not too interested in that one so oh, you should get it we can play it together <laughs> it's uh you know if it i, I was kind of interested in the temple of osiris like bef- when it was first like when they first came out like ah, it was years years ago you know um not anything just like it blew my mind away or anything just you know just a fun little co-op game um so anyways maybe one day we'll stream it on we'll record it together you know sure anyways. yeah one of the two. <laughs> but today we have, we. it's going to be a pretty short show. Nothing too long per se that I can think of. Uh, we've been playing a little bit of the same games uh, that we were playing beforehand. I'm still continuing with Neo and I, I've been dabbling a little bit more in DJ Max, which I haven't played for a millennia. Okay. A thousand years. A thousand years. I haven't played it for a thousand years. That's my true age, everyone. And I know that Alex is still playing a little bit of Token Mirage Sessions, almost to the end of that. 
And then uh, I think he might be playing another game. But so, well, that'll, that'll be the first segment. And then the second half of the show, I know the PlayStation 5 had its uh, GDC unveiling talk conference thing, <laughs> which is pretty, uh, that, that was an interesting reveal. And a couple other things in news. So that's going to be it for the show. Not like now. But you know everyone. All right, see you next week, everyone. <laughs> I just, I just ended the show in five minutes. That's the fastest show we're ever gonna have, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the other. No, no. So we're gonna jump to the games we play. Alex, uh, tell me a little bit about. Uh, I think you also. That's what, that's what you, Code Vein. You jump back into Code Vein. Yeah, yeah. So I went to go finish it. So here's the thing. So Doom Eternal came out on the twentieth, right? Yes. I yes. was like this. I was so close to getting. I was like literally like on the Steam like checkout page. Okay. And then I was okay. like. Oh, uh, you know what? I, was like, I I can't like I have so many games to play. Like I really don't want to add like more stuff to a backlog, even though I know it's a good game and I know I'm gonna enjoy it. Right. Um. So I went and I I jumped back into Code Vein, uh, because I I was playing it. Well, I bought it for the Christmas sale, um, the Steam Christmas sale, and I just right. like didn't finish it. Oh my god, that was like three months ago already. But yeah, I, I actually thought you finished it, which was actually. <laughs> No, no, you were, no, no. You were kind of flying through it, if I remember. I kept getting sidetracked. I kept getting sidetracked by other games. Um, so I got like Astral Chain around the same time as well. Oh, okay, and okay. I actually had to stop playing Code Vein while I was playing Astral Chain because the dodge button on the two games were different. And if I like played one game for too long, I would like not be dodging properly in the other game. It was, and it was just, like, like confusing. Yeah, and I was like, I would just die all the time. So I was like, okay, I got to stop playing Code Vein, even though I'm really enjoying it. So I finally got back into Code Vein. And I beat it on the weekend, so it was a long weekend in Japan this, uh, like the, the past weekend, right? So right, right. I got to, I stayed up pretty late on Thursday night, and I just pretty much played through uh, all of uh, Friday and Saturday, and I I beat it. I did my first playthrough. But oh, here's nice. the thing, yeah. So, uh, well, it's my first Soulsborne game, so I was dying a lot, and that's pretty normal, I guess. So, I was learning the fights. Uh, trying to get boss rotation down the fight like on Thursday night I was, was stuck on the same fight for like two hours I went to bed at 3 30 because I was just like on the same fight uh, for like three hours and then the final boss took me like two-ish or something Jeez Louise I mean like yeah I guess like for you know like these kind of Souls-like games that's normal I was I, I've been finding Neo a little bit easy for some reason I'm not sure if it's because like my stats are high or what's happening mm-hmm. but um, I I went through a boss battle and I actually beat it in like thirty minutes, which was surprisingly. Oh yeah, that's pretty to, good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what was it about the boss battles? Did you have to change weapons, or was there just something you had to figure out how to do better uh, in order to beat them, or was it just you know? Well, skill? part of it, it it was like well, just learning the boss rotation, trying to figure out like well, how how long is their combo? Is it two hits or three hits? Like when is it safe to attack? When do I have to keep dodging? You know what I mean? Right, right. So. One of the bo- like late game bosses is, I, I guess I can, I guess it's not a spoiler, but you fight basically two bosses at the same time. Oh gosh, no. And um, so one of the bosses is like really fast. They have like a three to four hit combo. And then the other boss is like super slow and tanky, but they have AOEs. And, Which is um, annoying. Yeah, so if oh, you don't yeah, like... It sounds horrible. If you kind of like don't pay attention to one of the bosses, you'll just, you'll die, right? You'll get one, you'll get one shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Code Vein is a little different than other Soulsborne in the fact that you have, you don't have to, but you you do have a AI partner. You can go with with a buddy, right? Ah, uh, that's right, that's right. You have the the AI girl, or I guess your actual friend who can help you out as well. Oh yeah, yeah there's online multiplayer. I I think the community is kind of dead, so I didn't have a human with me. But so you okay. have a, a partner, and if you have 
the AI partner with you, you can use them to hopefully draw some aggro of the other boss, and you can fo- you can just focus on one boss while the aggro is on the other one. Okay. Okay. Um, but I mean, I I was stuck on it for a bit, and I went on the internet, and a lot of people also are just like, "This boss is hard. Like, this is kind of a, lo- a roadblock." Uh, but I I've basically I've eventually got it by having my partner tank one of the bosses, <laughs> and you- I was kind of buffing yeah i was gonna ask can you like set the your partner to have certain type of routines well you know like to be kind of tanky or damagey like aoe or like are you allowed to kind of customize them i didn't um you can't like choose the behavior of your partner but you just have multiple partners so if you're like i want a tank kind of partner you would choose this one Mm -hmm. guy if you want a spellcaster you would choose this other one okay so you just swap swap out the party that matches uh matches what you need at the time yeah, sense. and you can also change your blood codes and your blood veils on the fly, uh, as long as you're not in the middle of you know, attack animation, obviously. You can actually do it in the middle of battle, like oh, literally in the middle of battle. That's actually really helpful, because and I, I, I don't remember what those mean. Essentially, they, they change your play style, if I'm kind of guessing correctly, right? Yeah, like, so to, to, uh, yeah. to explain it real quickly, so blood code changes uh, your, your base stats, mm-hmm. and they also change... Um, well, by changing your base stats, they also change that dictates what equipment you can equip. Right, right. Uh, and it also gives you skills like that you can use. So um, each blood code has its own set of skills, mm-hmm. um, and you can master them eventually. Like you can learn them, and then you can use those skills on different blood codes. Okay. But basically, a blood code dictates your base stats, which also dictates your equipment, and then the skills you can use. And your blood veil is it's kind of like your armor i guess it also it dictates the type of drain you have like the special drain attack Mm -hmm. and um also it'll it'll change your stats like your stat scaling okay so that's a lot of a lot of stats i I, (laughs) you know these soulsborns games they are all all about stat management at the essential and especially i don't know if uh code vein is like neo like i hope i hope they fix this in neo too but item like inventory management is a pain Oh, so... it's, not, it's not that bad in oh, Code yeah. Vein at all. No, Jeez. yeah, yeah. Because I like in, in Bloodborne, I like what I like is it's really simple. You just have those weapons; they, they don't have stat rolls on them. Uh, but in Neo, everything it's almost like a loot, you know, a loot game. Oh, kind of like a Diablo kind of thing. You're looking yeah. for new weapons. Yeah, yeah. Every weapon, anything that drops off an enemy has its own role. So it can be the same weapon, but wow. it has different stats. Uh, so every, I'm I'm like it took me 30 minutes to sort through my inventory and then there's a crafting and foraging system too which oh, I was that's like cool. hold up y'all got y'all got to slow down on this because <laughs> I spent 30 minutes in menus just getting my stuff organized decrafting like you know deassembling weapons and uh, materials and then like think okay maybe I want to craft something so it's and it's still really relatively early in the game so I, I'm you know I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what I can actually do in the end. Uh, but I've just been doing like side quests and everything. Are there are there side quests in Code Vein? Oh yeah, just... there's a okay. there's a bunch. Um, you can talk to some NPCs and they're just like, I'm looking for this document, and you just go and you find it or whatever, and they give you a, an item. There's also the the they're kind of not randomly generated dungeons. They're just extra dungeons that mm-hmm. aren't related to the story. Okay. So you'll you'll find like maps around, and you'll give them to this dude, and he's like, oh, let's go explore this thing, and you can just teleport there. Okay. Okay. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah, so I did my, I finished my first playthrough on the weekend, but I t- it turns out I actually didn't get the good ending. There's a good, 
ending. Uh, like, hopefully there's not like bad, okay, and then like the best ending. Just only yeah, two, so there's, there's a bad ending, and I didn't get that one, thankfully. There's a bad ending, like a normal-ish ending. There's mm-hmm. a good ending, and then there's like a true ending, I guess. Oh, man. So I didn't get the good ending. I kind of messed up. I didn't know that I had to do the certain things throughout the story, and once you're past a certain point, you can't go you back. Just can't. You have you have messed up your run essentially if you if you do this wrong. So I was like the night before I was gonna do the final boss, and I was like mm-hmm. on the internet real quick, and I'm like, "What do you mean there's more than one ending?" And I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> it's like surprise!" Yeah, so I, I beat the game, but I was unsatisfied as a player. So I was like, "I beat it, but I I didn't beat it." You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it, credits at least rolled the... yeah sorry the credits rolled and then i immediately immediately went back into a first second playthrough <laughs> um yeah so i'm almost done my second playthrough and i'm on like the last kind of dungeon thing and I'm, I'm gonna do the final boss either tonight or tomorrow depending on how quickly i can get through it which is really quick the turnaround and i know you, you were we were talking before the show you were saying that you get to carry all of your skills over uh into the new game plus and all your moves everything so it it, it really does become easier i mean like does anything else scale do the enemy scale differently or is it just second run basically yeah that's a good question so when you do finish your game and you reload your save file you have the option to new to do new game plus and then when you do that you can choose to replay the story at the same difficulty or you can Hmm. scale it up and if you're like i want to do a new game plus but i still want souls challenge you can just scale up your difficulty that's a good way Um, of handling I just wanted to do, I just wanted the ending essentially, so I wanted to just blaze through it. So I'm like, oh, give me the same difficulty, you know, one shot uh, most of the early enemies and then have an easy time with with the bosses, so. Interesting. I think... The um, thing is, I think, yeah. sorry, I think Sekiro has a new game plus as well, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, so if I'm not mistaken, you can scale up your enemies in Sekiro, and if it's hard, you can scale down the difficulty? Oh, I'm not sure. I, it, it would be nice to have like a scaled down, like just at a save point, if you, you feel like it's too hard, just scale it back down um, instead of being yeah. locked in like some yeah. games make you do. So the thing about Code Vein New Game Plus is if you choose to scale up, mm-hmm. you're locked at that difficulty. Oh. You can never scale down. So basically every time you do a New Game Plus, because you can do it repeatedly. Okay. Every time you do New Game Plus, you can choose to scale up. So you can scale up, and then you can scale up again, and then you can scale up again. And you can just basically make the game harder and harder and harder. But the thing is, is like once you scale up even once, you can never return to normal difficulty. Oh, my word. So the next time that you actually... So say you finish it on the scaled up version. You only have scaled up currently that you're playing or scale up again exactly yeah oh my goodness that's that's <laughs> that's monstrous so it's like but i just wanted to just you know wow okay well that's a that's a thing i don't know how neo is going to be when i finish it i you know truth be told like when i finish neo i probably won't play it again i'm just going to go straight to neo 2 I, I mean i've the just from the demo that i did play um neo 2 definitely is better than the first the first game like it everything just feels tighter it feels like they learn a lot more lessons in the combat um, mm-hmm. and added more things to make it deeper. It's, yeah, and, and like I was saying, I'm not really sure why it feels so easy right now. I'm I'm still at the beginning of the game, like the second stage, essentially, and I've done all the little side quests up until then. So, I, I like, I'm, I'm kind of trying to figure out, like, what's happening. I should, the the rank for, like, the, the level for the missions I'm on are, like, 15, and I'm, like, level 29 right now. 
Oh, so, that's that's ridiculous. What happened? I don't I don't know. I did, I was just fighting everything. That's that's okay, it. Okay, well, I think that's <laughs> I what happened too. I just fought everything, uh, and and that, that's it. So I'm just like, okay, well, I mean, you know, it doesn't matter what your level is completely in these type of games because they'll still kill you. Yeah, I know. I've, I'm experiencing that as well, even with Covey. I'm doing a new game plus on the same difficulty. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you're careless, even if you're careless for a moment, you'll still die. They will still mess you up. Like two enemies, yeah. don't, don't take them for granted. They will still combo you and you will still drop like a fly. Yeah, yeah. I didn't play the scaled up difficulty, like I said, and I was just on the, on the interwebs. And apparently, if you scale up even just once, the first enemy you meet, he'll do times six damage. All right, no, no, that's not fun. <laughs> it's like just, crazy. I, I think they have, the, they have like the same health, I think, but they just do so much more damage. Oh, my word. Well, I guess it's a, it's an opportunity for you to invest everything in whatever is like your your life, um, your health, that second run. If you didn't do it this the first time, just keep on plugging stuff into health if it's giving you a hard time. Um, but yeah, that's, that, that, that's cool. Um, you have to let me know what the true ending is. Um, for the next podcast let us all know so no one has yeah. to suffer through well just don't mess up like i did and like <laughs> you'll be fine because i honestly only intended to play through the game once i was like oh, i'm gonna i'm done code vein uh time to move on to doom get ready for f7 or whatever right yeah yeah i had like no intention of doing a second playthrough but then the credits rolled and i was like nope i'm 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 doing it again like i'm not playing anything yeah. else right now and the, yeah because th- like you said this week has been insane with I mean, it's only been two releases, but I got to say they were pretty big with Doom Eternal mm-hmm. and then um, Animal Crossing New Horizons, I think is what right. it's called. Yeah. And I mean, my, my Twitter, like not Twitter, but also Facebook, my, my Facebook blew up. Everyone was playing um, Animal Crossing, even like on Twitch, I was watching. It's like Animal Crossing or Doom. That's like the two games people are playing. And, you know, I've, I tried to explain Animal Crossing to a friend of mine. Because he was thinking it, it feels like it sounds like it's a mobile game. It sounds like it's tedious. Like you do the same thing over and over while you wait for resources to kind of gather back to do other things. I'm like, no, no, no. It's not. It's not that. It's not that. Trust me. Um, did you get Animal Crossing, or do anyone you know get Animal Crossing? No, I didn't get it. But like literally everyone else that I know got it. I feel so I'm like, like the only one. Yeah. Yeah, you're not the only one. I didn't get it either, so we're, we're good. Well, you, you don't even have a Switch, though. I don't have, well, yeah, I don't have a Switch. If you, if you did have a Switch, though, would you have bought it? Um, Like, this one seems like the one to, to get, like, because before this, we had, like, what was it, the camping one, on the, the mobile version, and I tried a little uh, bit of that. Pocket Camp or whatever, right? Which was garbage. Yeah. Or Did you, know, you try the, the last actual one, the one on 3DS? I didn't. I didn't. I heard that oh, was good. Okay. Like, they're they're all pretty good, and I've had friends that, that play them, so I'm like... You know, what, what was kind of cool, at least about the, the mobile one, is that at least the dialogue, that kind of stuff was intact. So, like, I understood, like, why people like Animal Crossing for the characters, too. You know, like, the gameplay is, is, is whatever, you know, it is it is what it is. But what's fun is just living the life and customizing and, and meeting all the, the, the animals and talking to them. And, you know, I, I had fun with that aspect. So I can only imagine, like, how the full, like, a full-on Animal Crossing feels. Mm-hmm. So I would I would, yeah. would kind of like to. If I had a switch, taking um, donations, chat, not chat, yeah. audience, <laughs> listeners. Well, I'm yeah. taking donations. <laughs> well, speaking with, yeah, if you want to donate to us, you can head to our anchor page at anchor.fm slash UGVcast and actually, actually donate to us. Oh, man. You know, I forgot about that function. We yeah. should just, we should just make a, a, a sponsor break that's not even like 
you know, sponsored. Not even an actual sponsor. Yeah. It's just like begging, <laughs> it's for, us, begging for money. Yeah. It's us like, we need another place to podcast because we'd like to podcast together in the same room. Yeah. Help pay the fees. <laughs> room, Do you know those fees. like really sad, like sponsored child ads around Christmas time? Oh, yeah. It's like that, it? but it's just us. <laughs> oh, man. The, oh, gosh. Yeah. So that Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, yeah. I, I, maybe one day when I get a Switch, I can actually do that. In Astral Chain, uh, the two AAs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. double A. Double A uh, right so, there. So now that you have a capable gaming PC, would you still get Doom Eternal on PS4 or would you try to play it on keyboard and mouse? Um, I I got to say keyboard and mouse on it. Like it's, and even if, even, you know, there's still an option to play with controller, but uh, definitely I, I'd rather play it on the PC just because like I know that it has a chance to look better and or run faster oh yeah because like, you have a you have a higher refresh rate monitor right 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 so I'm yeah like, okay, so you me, can definitely play up. that you can play that at over 60 frames per second um you could you could you know, have that game running really smoothly because i don't yeah i don't even have a ps4 pro so it's just it's it's overall it's you know I've, I've kind of gotten a little bit more comfortable and neo has definitely been i guess the game to kind of break me in even more into pc gaming um mm. or at least getting comfortable just sitting here in front of my monitor as opposed yeah, to yeah. my tv um for you know two or three hours at a time and metal gear rising was also that too so i've i've, I've been enjoying gaming on pc and i, I kind of weigh my options now it's like okay do i want to buy it here or get it there um but but yeah i i will say over the weekend i did buy dj max respect I think yeah right Mm -hmm. uh it just came out i think it was two weeks ago like march 20 no march 13th or something like that but uh i finally broke down decided to get it i've, I've been a huge fan of the dj max series since portable one on playstation portable right on, psp on psp i've played ps i've played the the one two black square uh quasi um crap there's uh portable third which was really good too i've the only one i didn't play was the one on vita because i didn't have a vita is uh is respect the one that came out on ps4 like last year yeah it came out on ps4 last year and then it came out on steam yeah recently so um, what are your control options is it controller keyboard like how do you control that so since i've always played on like controller you know, yeah yeah controller basically i i have mine on controller but the game is and it, it tells you up front it's like this game is meant to be played on or like the controls are set for mouse and keyboard so there are some options like you're like wait how do I even, how do I access this? And you just have to press it on the, on the keyboard because it's not available on the, on the controller. Uh, but, but the normal game option, you, you have four button mode, five button mode, six button mode, which I'm, I'm fine with all of those. I don't touch eight button mode and eight button is essentially using the D pad, the face buttons, the two analog nubs and the shoulder buttons. Don't touch that. I don't even try it. <laughs> oh, it's just a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff. Six buttons is is, is really really fun. Um, there's over you know 50, 60 songs in the base game if I remember, and there's two different uh, expansion packs too, which have some some of the older songs and just some some straight up new songs, which is it's 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 a lot of fun. And I gotta say, if you love rhythm games, like definitely check it out. There's not a demo on PC, but there is a demo on PS4. We want to check out DJ Max. Respect. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Um, uh, I think there was a, a I, I'm, I don't know if I'm remembering this properly, but I feel like recently in the last two years, there was a DJ Max game out for arcades in Japan here. Was that also Respect or is that something different? It's not Respect. That is Technica, if I remember. Uh, that's oh, their, Technica. Yeah, that's their, their arcade 
series that they also have in Korea. And I've, I've never played Technica, uh, but I, I do know, like, I think it might have incorporated some touch functions, t- touch functionality. Yeah, I feel like it has. Have you been, like, do you play music games in the arcades or did you used to at least? Uh, like, when I first came here, I tried to do Project Diva and then uh, Binami, I think. Binami I used... is just like a company of games by Konami. It's like, which one? Oh, God, Beat, I don't know. Beat, which... Beat Mania? Are you oh, Beat about? Mania. There we go. Beat Mania. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, I, I stunk at that one. I had a friend who was really good at, at Beat Mania. Uh, and then, of course, like everyone, I think, played DDR in their local arcade whenever. It Back was in the early 2000s or whatever it was, yeah. right? I, I bought the mat. I still have the mat at home. Like, yeah, me too, me too. I told my yeah. mom, I was like, yo, can I get this DJ mat? I mean, uh, Dancing for Revolution, yeah, DDR. She's like, why do you want this? I'm like, it'll teach me a- how exercise. to dance and exercise. I can lose weight. I didn't lose yeah. squat. Cause I, I, used to, <laughs> I used to live pretty close to an arcade. Um, and then, so after I would finish work, I would go and I play, I would play a bunch of U-Beat. Have you seen that? I feel like I've seen U-Beat. What, what, what's the, uh, what does it look like? So it's just like, a, it's like two screens, essentially. The first, the top screen you kind of don't look at, but the, the, the screen on the bottom is also the buttons. Mm-hmm. So it's like a grid of buttons and each quadrant, I guess not quadrant, oh, sorry. Oh, yes, each, yes. Yeah, the, the button would fill up or it would have a timer and you would tap the button. Yes, U-Beat's um, fun. Yeah, so I, I put a lot of U-Beat and then when Sound Voltex came out in 2014, 2013, mm-hmm. I was playing a lot of Sound Voltex, which is kind of similar to Beat Mania a little bit. So you have like two sets of buttons and then you also have two like analog knobs, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then turning the analog knob would be, oh, it's hard to explain. It's kind of like a, it's not like a freeze era, but you would, you would have to turn the, the knob where obviously it told you to. It was pretty The fun. direction. Yeah, DJ Max has, yeah. a, a sim- it's kind of like to simulate kind of like a record, not screech, but like the record turn, at least in DJ Max, that's that's kind of what it is. But yeah, yeah, when you said ju- uh, U-Beat, I didn't recognize it because I always pronounce it Ju-Beat because it's, Yo, it's, yeah, no, it's yeah. spelled like J-U, right? J-U-Beat yeah, it, or something? U-Beat. And I, I didn't remember. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was talking, when I, I had a, I have a friend and when we would go to arcades, yeah. We were like, we first met or whatever. And he's like, oh, I like uh, I like music games. I'm like, okay, let's go to an arcade, let's play games. And he's like, let's play. And he looks at me, he's like, let's play Jew Beat? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like no, that's a, that's something else, man. You don't want that one. <laughs> I was no, like, not. but it's it's fun. Like when you see like a good player playing Jew Beat, because I could play it like like the medium difficulty on it. It's yep. it's a lot of fun. I think it's a, was it three by three grid? Yeah, it's four by four. No, it's four by four. Or four by four. And yeah, Yeah. your hands are just going all over the place. And I remember it. It's actually on uh, iPad. I remember seeing it on iPad. Yeah. There is an iPad version. So I I went to school here, right, for university. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's when I first started playing uh, UBeat in the arcades here. And I went home, uh, back home to Canada to graduate. And I couldn't play UBeat in the arcades. So I was just playing the iPad version. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. And it's not the same because obviously the button, your iPad isn't segmented into physical buttons. Right, right. Uh, and iPads at that time at least were smaller than the proper screen mm. size. It was all cramped. There's no like actual buttons. You were, It's like hit and pray essentially. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they had uh, good song selection. I got to say, that's what that's one of the things. Like they had some really good song selection. So I was, uh, yeah, I, I did like some, uh, some U-Beat. Also, I don't know. Have you played? So there's another rhythm game for mobile that i got really hooked on i think it's, it's called sictus or Sictus. oh yeah Sictus. 
Psychedist, like when it when it first launched and it was like that one's we'll good. Give... No, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Oh man, I love the way it feels and the way it controls. Did you play the sequel? I didn't. I played a little bit of two. I played. I actually got on the the on board when they were offering like we'll do a for X amount of followers we'll add extra songs. Kind of that was their push. Oh yeah. Okay. And then finally, like by the time two came, I was like, Fudge, you can pay for it and get all the songs. Uh, but it's also on Steam too. Uh, I played Demo, which is also a follow-up. Oh, to it's that, like the piano one, right? The piano yeah. version. I didn't like Demo as much, but the one I did like Voice, which is the one oh, after Demo. Voice. That's is... on. That's on Switch actually. Oh, for real? Darn yeah. man, I need to get a Switch. That it's yeah. Like I, I, I was playing it on phone, but it's not as fun because my phone isn't as responsive and it's yeah. screen isn't as big. But yeah, I love the way that feels too. You can get on Switch. So on the Switch, you can get like. Well, I don't know. I think it's maybe free and you can just download the packs as if it's like the mobile version. Oh, man. That's... Uh, or you can just pay. I think it's like 40 bucks. Just pay 40 bucks and you get like all the songs. You get right all the there. songs. Oh, it's man. like you're buying a game essentially. See, that's what's that's what's great about portable gaming is are those like for me, it's it's all about rhythm and puzzle games. And then like you have that RPG that, or um, action game or something that just holds down like the the I need to play something for extended periods of time, but mm-hmm. for short burst or hours on end fill it in with like music or puzzle games yeah yeah I, the switch has a pretty good selection of of music games i, I think i think demos on it i'm not sure i feel I like, feel like if, it is yeah they, they probably put all of them on there if they can if you can play one you can probably you can definitely play the others right that's the logic here but uh we're gonna come back on the other side of the break because we're gonna take a break and we're gonna talk about some news because news is awesome. I've been watching too much Walking Dead, so like my voice, I, I was gonna be like Negan for a second. I, I I'm back on Walking Dead, everybody. <sighs> Anyways, we'll be back with the news. And welcome back to the show. To the from the break, we got some news to talk about. I said that like I have so much energy because I do. I have some news. Uh, I have to do a little backtracking because I unfortunately felt like I made a fool of myself on the Twitter. What does How? that mean? Yeah. So you know, Sony last week they had their unveiling for the PlayStation Five, uh, the technical, the deep dive, right? That's what it's called. It was the um, you know, watch live for a deep dive into PS5 system architecture and how it will shape the future of games. Uh, And this is after, of course, we had um, the Xbox Series X give their list of, you know, what everything that's in there. And just, you know, they've been going and saying things, you know, since the Game Awards. So we're kind of versed on it. But PS5 has been silent. Press was like, where's PS5? Like, what's Sony doing? Like, what's happening? And of course, we've had the coronavirus thing that's happened. But what confused me <laughs> is I looked on their tweets, I looked on the blog, and I was just looking on my 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 phone. So I'm just reading headlines. That's like, okay, we're gonna get some PS5 information. That's cool. I didn't expect any games. I didn't expect much. Just like the spreadsheet, and I don't know. Maybe like a sneak peek at a game, not an exclusive. Just like here's a tech demo, right? And yeah. uh, that's all I was expecting. Something short. And I didn't see, there's nowhere, even on the official blog where it's promoting this and on the YouTube description where it says this was meant to be a GDC talk. They hope that from the words deep dive and system architecture that you kind of put things together and 
understood that GDC was canceled. This is a deep dive, which is usually done. Uh, and of course, Mark Cerny is the one doing it, the system architecture. Long story right, short, right. I'm queued up. I'm in the, you know, the YouTube premiere. And for some reason, the stream didn't start for me on time. So I missed the first 15 seconds. In those 15 seconds, and I went back to look at it, and it says, this was meant to be a GDC talk, but unfortunately, since GDC is canceled, we have to do this. So I missed this, and I'm on Twitter. Oh, okay, okay. And I'm like, Sony, not like this, man. This, if you saw the, if you saw it, it's 55 minutes of Mark Cerny talking in a very smooth voice. He might as well be in competition with, um, crap, what is, the, what is the best? Bob Ross. He might as well sound like Bob Ross just talking. He doesn't take any breaks. He continues. It's a slideshow. The audience looks like they're like fake puppets i don't even know like they're green screened yeah and i don't think they were real actually they they move they move every once in a while i was like what is this crap this is <laughs> so strange and the chat people in the chat didn't understand it either they, I, half the people did half the people didn't when you look at the comments and uh for the video during live it was actually just z z z z z z z just z's all over the place the video now has uh out of the 13 million views it has 301,000 up like thumbs ups and 113,000 thumbs downs. Um, it's like a and, 30% spread. Yeah, it's yeah. And I think what it is is like all I wanted to do is like hey Sony just make sure you just make it more clear, just include more keywords cuz this is on your public YouTube and understand that it's meant to be for developers. You know, for everyone to be able to see it cuz you don't want to make a some people are like why don't you just make it unlisted? And just provide people with a link. That's that's, I mean, yeah, you could, but that's a lot of extra work, and it, no, it doesn't make sense to do that. So I just wanted them to be more more clear on the messaging because what happened is after this, there were stories in terms of, okay, well, PS Five is ten teraflops versus Xbox twelve teraflops. Does it actually even play all the PS Five like PS Four backlog? There's an update on the blog to kind of clarify that. There's a lot of things that kind of got muddled because of this. Mm -hmm. so i don't know like is is there anything that did you watch any of the the no i didn't watch any of it it was like it was like three in the morning or whatever i was like nope i'm just gonna go to bed and i woke up and i like looked at the stats the specs mm -hmm. and i was like okay that's good enough for me yeah yeah it's it's pretty similar to the the um xbox the the main difference that they they wanted to say is that look we have an ssd the ssd is i think theirs is proprietary like the SSD inside, you can include, like you can upgrade uh, and attach a, was it the NVE? NVMe, yeah, I saw yeah. that, which is really cool, which is really cool of them to just be like, hey, you still want user expandability, you can just pop in a normal drive. Right, you can pop it in. It has to be certified through PlayStation first, so it won't be everything, but at least that option is open. And they, they just really want to make sure that they spend a, a good time, a chunk of time on making sure that everyone knows everything's going to load super fast, everybody. Super fast. Of course. Yeah, yeah. NVMe is fast. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're going to have everything super fi fast loading with the, the CPU, the GPU, and the SSD are all kind of tied into each other, uh, which is why they that internal one is kind of like, yo, don't touch it. But you can add on if you need to, if you want to keep going faster. And... Yeah, I mean, everything else is pretty much what we, we know. We knew about the ray tracing. Uh, they also talked about the audio aspects of... <laughs> they spent a lot of time on this, this oh, uh, yeah. 3D audio. How, like, audio has its own kind of separate processing, so it doesn't take up resources. 
Yeah, yeah. And they they really wanted to push 3D sound in, of course, headphones, they'll be doing it, but also from your TV. So I guess no matter what TV you have, especially if it's a Sony television, it should be able to kind of output a virtual 3D surround sound so you know exactly where the enemies are or whatever's happening. Combine that with the haptic feedback of the controller and the resistance elements and stuff like that. It's supposed to be like, you know, a very immersive, immersive thing. So I don't know. What, what like, are you, did this... Did you see any news or anything about the PS5 that made you just go like, maybe I'm confused about it or wanting to know more? Like, No, I mean, like I looked at the specs and I'm like, okay, well, these are pretty standard. Like this is kind of what I expected from mm-hmm. the PS5. I, I did notice that both the PS5 and the Xbox Series X is using a CPU that's based off AMD Zen 2. Right. It's like pretty much like the same CPU. Like the one in the Xbox is clocked higher. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this isn't like new, really. The like the Xbox One X is spec higher than the PlayStation Four Pro. True. 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 Uh, I- it, it, yeah, it just matters like how do developers use these games, and I think it makes sense for the Xbox uh, Series X to be a little bit higher, especially because they're pimping like 120 hertz refresh rate, variable refresh rate, ray tracing. They're really pushing like these technologies that traditionally and even today still use like very high spec PCs. Right, right. So, Which I kind of wish, yeah, wish Sony had gone a little bit more into, not in detail. I don't want them to go any more in detail. You had to listen. <laughs> it might actually been in there, but like, uh, you know, just a simple kind of thing like you just said, like um, variable refresh rate. Is that something that the PS5 does? I, I would hope so, because, like, the fact that the Xbox Series X is just like, hey, we have, like, these super cool features that traditionally, up until now, have only been available uh, to PC gamers. Or PC, right. Just the fact that, you know, uh, Microsoft can be like, oh, we're bringing uh, variable refresh rate, high refresh rate to the masses. You can enjoy it now if you have a capable monitor. That's, I'm looking really, at, that's really cool. I'm looking at the specs on the, the official blog, and it, said, it does say um, under video out v, VRR, which I'm going to assume is variable refresh rate specified by HDMI version 2.1. Yeah, that's variable refresh rate, yeah. So thanks. That, that's right, good so then. Answer my question. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for uh, that that blog post, guys. Um, what actually I'm really curious about is what is the controller going to look like? Because we got to look at Xbox's controller. Right, right. And we even, you know what the Xbox looks like. And I, I think that's the, the, the kind of things that if we had a had like a de- like that, that's what I was. I was wanting a pared down version of this. Like, here's the rundown. And then here's the deep thing because like I said I think a lot of people tuned in looking for something right so like okay we showed a we showed the controller we showed the console and yeah it might not have as much hyper fanfare around it but you know at least now people know what it looks like I don't know I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing but yeah I want to see the controller yeah I want to see the controller I want to see the console and um I don't know I think that's I well we now we have variable refresh rate which is really cool but like Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I want to, like, it has ray tracing, right? It will have ray tracing? It does have ray tracing, yes. Okay, so it is honestly, like, it's so close to the Xbox in terms of features. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I want to know what the controller looks like, man. And we're also wondering about, I don't, you know, it's it's one of these things about PS, the backwards compatibility. So the update just, it does say, oh, like, you know, yeah. we believe uh-huh. that the overwhelming uh, majority of 4,000 plus PS4 titles will be playable on 
PS5. Uh, and then, of course, like the top most played, those will definitely be played playable on PS5, uh, PS4 titles. But it doesn't really say like specifically, you know, like at least for Xbox, we, we definitely know 100% like it should work. Just go ahead and buy it. You can even play it and it runs better. Yeah, that's what no. I was like. Yeah, that's the one thing that was a, a little bit off-putting because Xbox was straight up or just like all your Xbox games ever. Xbox One, 360, and Xbox One. Did I say yeah. Xbox One twice? Anyways, you know uh, what I mean. First, there's first so gen many Xbox, Xboxes. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's so many yeah. Xboxes now. So first gen Xbox, 360, and then Xbox One. Like they'll all play on the Series X. And Sony was like, oh, PS4 backwards compatibility. It's all good. And we and, don't know. PS1, but then they're like, oh, PS2. like it might, yeah, it might not work. I don't know. I feel like it's it's powerful enough. Like the console is powerful enough to, to probably, yeah, to yeah. emulate PS2 and especially PS1. Yeah, I, I feel like if they would just do PS1, PS2, I, I don't think anyone's expecting them to do PS3. Like we all know that that architecture just doesn't. It it's fun. weird. Yeah, it's just, weird. Just yeah. bump it, and that's cool. That's that's what PS now can be for, you know, and that's what it exactly. is for. Um, but I think you know, with all these different things. I just wish that the messaging and their marketing for it was more clear because this was a lot of people, they heard, you know, like I said, PS5 was ghost and then, hey, we got PS5. Here's some news about it. And it yeah. just was a little confusing for some people, but I do understand both sides. They did say at the beginning, yo, this is G GDC and probably some other places. So you could, there's two sides of the argument, but overall, that's PS5. Yeah, hopefully we'll see more at not e3 yeah like the uh wonderful corona is still still in full effect as we know and something else that's kind of you know taken full effect with that is of course final fantasy 7 remake being uh in terms of like physical release copies uh they put out a statement on their twitter from the official final fantasy 7 twitter from square enix as you may have seen earlier this week we shared the news that the COVID 19 pandemic is increasingly likely to affect the distribution and retail landscape in Europe, Australia, and the Americas at uh, launch on April 10th. So there's nothing else after that. They're going to, you know, release some updates if they have some uh, a little bit, probably by the time this podcast goes up. And they're still, they're still saying that, hey, we want to release this on April 10th. Everyone stay safe, stay cool. So I don't know. Like, I, I do have a friend who's like, yeah, I pre-ordered my copy at GameStop. <laughs> He's like, what, mm -hmm. what's going to, like, what's going to happen? Because GameStop is now closing all of their physical stores, like all of their stores across the U.S. until I think the end of March or sometime in April. When the, yeah, till sometime in April when, when FF7 comes out. So he's like, do I just buy it digitally? Like, does it, does my pre-order change? Like what's happening? Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that, well, I don't know, like how many copies are supposed to go out across overseas? Probably a lot, right? It's probably a lot, yeah. Um, but I think Japan's safe, which is good because that's where I am. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, Japan is totally fine. Japan's like, it, 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 it's, it's gravy. You can get yeah, it at 7 yeah. Eleven, you can pick it up at the seven. Yeah, have you ever pre ordered a game at 7 Eleven? No, I almost thought about because I walked yeah, by, I, the, <laughs> like, <laughs> I have, I have, yeah. It's so weird because, like, you're talking to you pre order online and then you go to the seven to pay, right? Or is it you actually like. No, like, well, this was like there. eight years ago, nine years ago. I actually went to 7-Eleven and I was like, I want to pre-order Pokemon uh, Black and White or mm -hmm. Black or whatever it was. Well, I got Black, but yeah. So I was like, I want to pre-order Pokemon. And then the lady was just like, okay, one copy of Pokemon. And then I pre-ordered Pokemon at a convenience store. It's so weird. 
it yeah it sounds it sounds weird i mean they i mean you can you know buy gift cards similar to how gamestop has like they're not gift cards but like the card with the the digital code on them they do sell those at gamestop especially for pokemon i i have noticed that there are always like you know nintendo titles uh-huh. No, I, I like pre-ordered like a physical copy. Like I went back to 7-Eleven to get my what physical the... copy of Pokemon. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh man. I, I, I don't pe- I don't know if they still do it, but at least at the time in 2010, you could get physical games, certain games that's at a convenience store. Oh my word. It's it's convenience stores here, man. Get your mail, pay your bills. Yeah, you can do everything. Okay. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah, you can finish you your can, banking there. You can, you can um, <laughs> you can ship packages from from major yep. ones. Yeah, I don't know if you can uh, ship like international, but you can definitely ship like domestic. Yeah, domestic like. And you can also like on Amazon.co.jp, you can specify a community store as your delivery address. You know, I noticed uh, Steam. You're able to do it too. Yeah, you can you can pay for stuff. Uh, at a convenience store for Steam. So you can buy games on Steam and then they just wait for you to go to a convenience store to pay it and then get added to your library. It's 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 insane. Like it's so weird. The I convenience know. stores are so convenient, man. They're so convenient. Um but yeah, I don't think I have too much other stuff in news. I didn't really find much. It's been kind of a calm weekend. I think it's been a calm well, it's not a calm time around the world, but calm in the sense that no one's able to do much. Some people are just maybe doing stuff and yeah. Yeah, I'm just playing games. So I'm looking forward to finishing up, finishing up Code Vein again. Uh, I really might get Doom. It looks good. I know it is good. You should grab it, man. I saw a stream. It's good. It looks crazy. I know. It just looks looks like so much fun. Dude, the platforming in it is like, you know, like Doom 2016, the platforming was kind of like. It kind of sucked. It kind of sucked. Yeah. It, there's, you, there's an air dash in this one. There's an air dash. Dude, there's double air dash. Oh my god, so crazy! Like freaking like that jump. sounds so much. Oh, and I think your your shotgun secondary is like a grappling hook or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. There's like climbing and traversal. Like I'm sitting here like stuff like in, in Doom 2016 that would make me just like I don't feel comfortable jumping on this ledge. Like jumping from ledge to ledge, I feel like okay. I feel like I have the tool set to kind of do it now. Um, yeah. And it's just like it's so arcadey looking now. It's so I know. Oh, yeah, the HUD, the, the HUD, HUD just looks like a like an eighties neon like thing. Oh yeah. man, it's so good. So like, man, it's gonna be good. Like, it's a good time to play some games. Uh, I don't know if you're watching any anime. New season's about to start. I need to check out what's uh, what's gonna be playing. I I started the new Trigger anime, uh, BNA, brand new animal. Uh huh. Oh yeah. How's that? It, it it's interesting. Like it it really does have a somewhat premiere premiere look to it okay uh, which yeah. was the movie that they did uh but it's really stylized of course it's coming from the guys that did Rin Lagon and kill a kill if i remember like it's that that team up that classic team up where everyone's like oh shit it's the a team if not then you get darling and franks and if not then you get sss gridman so that's like b and c team that's what my friends okay say. yeah you didn't like <laughs> gridman i'm guessing you know gridman was all right i i did not hate gridman i, I didn't was, finish it i didn't finish good. it I, I tried, I, I tried, and I just didn't finish it. I, like, I liked certain parts of it. Uh, the one, I just didn't like how, like, some, I didn't like some of the characters, but, yeah. Um, I still do like w- one that a lot of people have forgotten about, which, oh, man, uh, Kizaniper. I don't know if uh-huh. I even said it, because it sounds like I'm saying Kizanai every time, but it's like. It really, yeah, it really does, yeah. Kizu, Kizaniper, I think is what it's called, but, yeah, that, that junk was good. It's underrated. But it got weird at the end. 
like any other trigger anime, freaking got weird at the end. You either go to space or you just start flipping out with spirals. Did you watch Darling on the Franks? Yeah, yeah. Watched Darling on the Franks. Did you like it? I literally referred to it just tripped out at the end with going into space. <laughs> yeah, well, that, um, yeah, it was pretty, I like, pretty, pretty weird, yeah. I like I think Darling the Franks is, is is like a is 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 half first half is good. Second half is there are some good episodes in the second half, but I think I like the first half the most. Okay, you know, up until the point where they like I was I, I saw it like two years ago, but like where they have that big battle and then they find that like that giant, giant, giant like enemy. Yeah. And it and then they like end up going like what is it, like underground or something? And they find the dragon stuff they should have just stopped <laughs> there just stopped. just stopped there that's when like yeah. when, when beyond you find... that point it gets weird and they're like okay let's just like oh man what are you guys doing we're, we're just like um yo trigger this is we're, we're gonna have to pass up this i mean it 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 to me trigger is like it, um platinum games right sometimes you need to reel back in you need someone to reel them back in if not they about to I go just... crazy Fighting the arm. Oh, <laughs> I like Darling in the Franks. Like I liked the first half of it. It was really good. And it kind of set up a lot of mystery where it's they like had, they had good characters too. Like I yeah, liked a lot like, of the, the characters. Like why why are all the adults in that world like brain dead or something? Like what is weird? Like what this world is bizarre. Like why do they stumble upon these human like ruins, right? Where they they pass by that movie theater. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's that like was... one yeah that and was it's a like normal society yeah it's really cool they do set up this world that has a lot of mystery in it i think it keeps the the viewer that's just like a little bit hooked it's like what's wrong mm-hmm. with this world like i i want to see more of this and then and, they they start to build up like the mystery they slowly reveal like something's wrong with the adults something has gone wrong on this planet and there's a good episode uh with the the kids, because like kids don't become adults or they don't want to become adults and there's an episode yeah, where home was, was like line. He, he either met his mom or he met someone. No, he's never like met his old, mom. It was like but, an adult. It was an adult lady, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. she's talking to him about like, yeah, like I got married. And she's kind of explaining to him how it used to be. And like the kids are feeling they're, like these kids, they're not supposed to have like feelings to, towards each other that much. Not not romantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyways. they're and not supposed to like be able to reproduce. Yeah. And so there's a whole thing about that. Like there's some good things in Darling the Franks. And I think they actually even handle sexuality in one episode, like with one character. Oh, when she's like, yeah, actually like not straight. Right. Yeah. 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 She was a good character. I wish she had more screen time. There's there's like, yeah, you end up wishing a lot of stuff in Darling the Franks. But instead, you just get Darling, my darling. Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) They set up the mystery of that world really like it was about to go somewhere really cool. Um, like, do you remember it was past the halfway point where they cut open one of the enemies and then like this humanoid falls out of it? Mm, yeah, yeah. So it's like, are we actually just fighting humans? Like, what? Yeah. What's happening here? And then it just goes off the deep end, and then it gets even worse off the deep end. Like the last two episodes, I'm like, what? Oh, the last like, two episodes, drifting in space, drifting. I'm like, man, drifting. you guys, like, what? <laughs> like, I, I wish, I wish this series time hadn't, skip. <laughs> yeah, go, gone down this direction. I, I feel like. They should have ended season one after the big battle, that really big battle. Mm-mm. End season one there and then like flesh out season two, like have time to f- to bring together a really nice world in the, se- oh, in the second season. Like it don't yeah. push everything into one season. It's, it's, yeah, it's. Uh... Anyways, anyways, 
Trigger, we, huh? We, <laughs> trigger. Trigger gets us triggered. <laughs> oh, no. That's that's a lame one. But yeah. Now, Trigger trigger Anime, man. So if you, uh, I don't know if it's coming out in the U.S. or abroad. It's on Netflix only uh, outside of Japan. It's on Netflix and, of course, regular TV. But the first six episodes are up now. And, uh, you know, hopefully. It, it seems pretty cool, you know, if you... I'm going to keep watching it for sure. Uh, there's also on Netflix, there is an anime, a movie uh, done in the Altered Carbon universe. It's called Resleeved Altered Carbon, done by the writer for Ghost in the Shell. And uh, I forgot the studio producing it. It looks good. So I'm going to oh, watch Netflix? that too. Yeah, it's on Netflix. So Netflix Japan anyways. I don't know about... It has to be abroad too. It looks like a good cyberpunk movie. It looks like, yo... This is what I should be watching instead of Ghost in the Shell. And <laughs> oh gosh, Ghost in the Shell comes out too. That's right. Oh yeah. So I know V Zero got delayed because of COVID. Um, I I don't know if Sword Art Online is getting delayed because I just want to finish that arc. We're almost done with it. We're almost done. It's with a, it. it's supposed to be next month, right? Mm mm mm. So I can't we'll believe the last episode of the last season was with Shinon like in the sky, and then it was like, all right, see you back here in a couple months. I mean, didn't it start? the first part of the season with no the last half of the other season with um asana in the sky literally oh yeah when she comes back <laughs> i'm like she like see, logs this is in the as shit a I goddess was like, yo i'm yeah. like fuck you know bump this noise i'm tired of these two these two these people come in you know i, I got respect for shinon i i like her but i'm just saying you know alice yeah. is hype alice is hype that's all i'm yeah, saying my girl alice is good, hype yeah. I don't need the rest of the of the harem to be in there. I don't need the rest of the dream team. No, I want like I want his harem <laughs> to get like comically big. It's already comically big. It's already comically want, big. I want it to get anyone so can who big. who can include their own sister in like their own little sister in their harem. Like what what in the world is this? Do you remember like it was it was and it was this oh, season gosh. where like he's he's like brain spoilers. He's like brain dead, right? And then like yeah. all the all the women the, the, are they are assemble. In, they assemble. Yeah. Oh my goodness! And you just like. He can't talk or anything, and they're just like, "Oh, he looks like he slept really well." Because <laughs> just all the all the women there. Their their only arguments are, "Well, when did you know Kelik? Oh, well, yeah. I knew him from this time. Oh, I knew him here. Oh, and 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 this in this story, and we're gonna sit up all night talking about talking him. about yeah yeah yeah. But oh, I like, I, oh, I want, goodness. I mean, it can't be. How long is the the last of part of this arc? It can't be too long, right? It, it feels like it's about. 12. 12 more episodes, yeah, right? It's got to be wrapping up. Like, it feels like it could wrap it up in like two episodes. Like, just go to the altar just, and it's like, just go there, yeah. kill homeboy, or figure out what happens. Go back to the real um, world. Yeah, it's uh, it it's it's Death Gun, right? Death Gun is yeah. coming back. Yeah, because yeah, which is obviously, annoying. Yeah, like the biggest hint where he's walking down the the hallway and he he's just has not, red he's eyes. He's not right? even the main guy for this thing. <laughs> I know, yeah. So, it's like a side. It's a side mission. It's a side mission that's not. That everyone's like, "Fuck is this?" And Shinon's like, "Oh shit, we gonna about to like the only two people in this world are gonna actually know who he really is." Everyone is else is gonna Shinon, be like, "Yeah, Shinon yeah. and Kirito, right?" Yeah. Although I think like I, I don't know how how like how they set it up. Like if this was intentional or not, but it was pretty cool to have um, you know Death Gun introduced in GGO. Hmm. And, then and then all the of, all the way here it's like surprise i'm death gun i'm like oh that's you like okay yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be good and uh like i said new anime starting so maybe next episode we'll do like a little preview or kind of see what we're we're kind of watching or or want to watch uh so new anime starting that's that's gonna be good hopefully everyone you can stay safe stay on the inside if you haven't got a message from any or every other company that you've signed up on a mailing list for saying that we support you. 
you've got oh, our yeah. support as well. <laughs> we support you. We hope this podcast does help you get through uh, a long day. Even if, you know it's just an hour out of the day, but I hope that um, it puts a smile on your face, spending time with us, and yeah, just you know maybe we gave you some something to think about in terms of hey, maybe you want to play this game. Go play Animal Crossing if you have a Switch or. Go try some mobile games, some uh, some rhythm games on your mobile platform device of choice. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, so we're going to come back next week again for episode 28. Remember, you can always follow us on Instagram, Twitter, at UGP underscore cast. Go check out the YouTube channel, Unknown Games Podcast. Uh, we're, we're getting some more subscribers, too. And the podcast is almost on a little over 400-something listens, so we're we're... we're pushing on through and uh we thank you all for your support so alex you got anything uh yeah don't forget to to donate to us at anchor.fm slash cast. <laughs> head to our anchor page press that donating button and send a message while you're at it <laughs> until we'll next time read it on next episode yeah <laughs> oh man until next time remember you set the tone I say I said tome, not tone. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. said the tome. <laughs> you said yeah. Playing oh, a lot of games recently. Oh man, you set the tone. Go play some games. Enjoy your life. Even if you're on lockdown, try to still enjoy and smile every day. Uh, we'll see you next week and have a great week. Peace. Peace.